James Ellis from the Talent Cast. You may not be aware of this, but a couple years ago, I lost a bet, so now I'm contractually obligated to say nice things about Chad and Cheese. Well, I took that, let's say, lemon and turned it into lemonade. I took interviews from Chad and Cheese and turned it into a book, but I added a lot of other people you're going to want to talk to. It's called Talent Chooses You. It is hiring better with employer branding, and it is available on Amazon June 15th. You should go and buy it. Bye. A crummy commercial? Son of a bitch. I love this woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is exactly what we talk about all the time. Your pipeline you're not trying to poach talent. You're manufacturing talent. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh yeah, what's up gang? We're back in BAMP doing that podcast thing. So hard at the base of a mountain talking to people about podcasting and branding and now talent acquisition. Yeah, in case you missed it, I am Joel Cheeseman. This is the Chad and Cheese podcast. I'm joined here with Chad. Hi, Chad. Hello. And we are honored to have as our guest, Sandra Priele. I Prial. that, didn't I? Prial. With Aegis Living. That works. That works. Yeah, okay. That it's works. an Irish... It's an Irish lass who married a Frenchman, so I'm all I'm all messed up. So you're with uh, Aegis Living. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of our listeners don't know who you are, so give us the elevator pitch on that, and then uh, more importantly, we're going to talk about your uh, lecture or presentation this morning and get okay. into all kinds of talent acquisitions. Just sure. get in it, okay? Get dirty. Aegis Living is a private, a privately owned, um, founder driven still, a senior living company. Um, we're present in the Pacific Northwest, actually in three states today, okay. California, um, Washington, and um, Nevada. We are really looking to reinvent this space because I don't know about either of you. I don't know if you have parents or grandparents that have ever had the opportunity to go into a senior living company. But I live in see. one now, actually. Well, <laughs> then it must be pretty sad because that's the what... The meatloaf is fantastic. <laughs> and the bingo is probably amazing. Yes. You know? bingo, but yeah. But that's what it is. You go there to die and you play bingo until you do. Yeah. And that's the perception that people have. Um, Ages Living is very different. Um, and we're a company that's growing. Um, we're looking at probably opening another 40 communities in the next five to seven years, which will bring us to 70. Our intention is not to be the biggest. It's to be the very, very best. Which means how many hires for those facilities, We'll have to hire probably another um, three to 4,000 employees. So we currently have 2,500 employees that mm-hmm. serve 2,500 residents, the ratio one to one. It's very labor intense. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and we're in probably the most difficult market to hire for. Is that normal, though, one to one ratio? It doesn't seem like it is because most of the most Even of the daycares like five to one most of yeah most of the facilities <laughs> that i've been in it doesn't seem like there's the as many staff as there are residents yeah so you know it may be very simply because they just can't hire yeah. um, many um many companies have difficulty hiring and the turnover rate in in our space nobody really talks about it but it is in the hundreds you know, 100, 120%, we are much, 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 much lower. And we do everything to and keep it low. a lot of poaching, I would assume, too, right? Yeah. You're in, um, you're in a space where 
you know, the, the starting wage, if you've never done this before, is minimum wage. And so when you're looking to hire um, someone who's going to provide incredible care yeah. um, to a vulnerable adult, and not only incredible care, but um, real quality life experience, um, you have to do a lot of things to make sure that you're bringing that person in, that you're nurturing them, and that you're really um, engaging them so that you keep them. Because effectively, they probably could get more going to Amazon, um, working in a fulfillment center, or driving an Uber, or um, you know any of the other things that they could hire, that they could be hired into. So what was your session about today? What did you focus on? I focused on, on what makes us different from a culture perspective. Um, and it's really driven by Dwayne Clark, our founder. Um, we talk about, and it might sound squishy, guys, but it's um, we talk <laughs> about um, uh, leading through vulnerability, servant leadership. Okay. Um, our leaders, um, they are serving our employees, our frontline staff. That's what they do. They are um, looking to serve the legitimate, uh, satisfy the legitimate needs of our employees because it's our employees that are doing the, the, right. the real work. How do they do that, though? Because we've heard that from so many, so many companies. We serve our employees, but it's like, okay, I really need the how. You know, the, I, I love the why you yeah. do it, but what's the sure. how? We're constantly reinventing, but there's a, we have a mantra, um, and the mantra is equally valid for our employees as it is for our residents. Um, know me, protect me, engage me, celebrate me, wow me, and that mantra um, is the sort of the framework for all of the things we create in terms of engagement, in terms of um, uh, aspirational people development, in terms of um, uh, ensuring that we're retaining people over time. Um, so to give you an example, in the Wow Me, we do, we organize um, uh, a lottery twice a year where um, all of our line staff can enter into the lottery and win $50,000, which is a big deal. I mean, that's, that's obviously more than a year's salary. That changes a life. Um, and it's only open to line staff. We have created a program called um, Dollar Meals. So our, 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 our care manager, um, who may be a, a mom with children, can buy a, a meal for up to four people and take it home with her from the kitchen she's working in so she doesn't have to cook when she gets home in the evening. Um, we have a foundation called Potato Soup where our, it's, a, it's a, a foundation that's um, generated, that's actually funded by our, by our employees. There's about a quarter of a million dollars at any given point in time and it's really there to help employees in need. Um, you know, they have a big, they have a, a big health um, issue. Um, they have an issue with a, you know, a divorce and they need legal help. Um, Many of our employees come from outside of the U.S. and if there's been, a, as there was in, in certain parts of the world, um, you know, big, big uh, climate issues, and they might have a family that uh, back there that has issues, and they, they they lost their home. Well, we help them go there. And um, what's really, I think, I think really strong in this is, and I didn't create it, so I don't take any credit for it is that we have 500 employees that on a regular basis are putting money from their, their pay, um, every paycheck, into this potato soup. And many of these employees are earning the minimum wage, and they're doing that to help one another. So it, I think it shows just how much of a community we're trying to create. Yeah. yeah. So there's some of the examples. You have quite a background. Uh, Coach is on your resume. Yeah. Uh, Amazon, mm -hmm. which we talk about frequently. We'll get into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what... Those are big brands, well-known, yeah. and so the senior living yeah. wouldn't necessarily 
be a natural progression in my mind. So what what was the genesis She's shaking her of, head vigorously. The genesis of moving from like those big brands to yeah. senior living. You know, that I started my presentation with that this morning because effectively, you know, when I announced at Amazon, um, I was heading HR at the time for what we call the sellers division. And the sellers division was generating half the revenue for Amazon at the time. It's all the third party vendors on the platform. Oh, and yeah. we were doing some really cool things. We were doing machine learning, we were doing we were creating a lot of stuff. We we had we created Amazon Pay, which you know rivals with um, uh, other forms of pay. We Apple, actually, Samsung, yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, when I was approached, it was a headhunter, and I thought, why the hell would they even consider me? One, I know nothing about healthcare. Two, this feels small, and I, I must be honest. I was scared. You know, I I've, I have not had I had not been to a, a senior living company um, since I had been about ten years old, and I went with my dad to see my grandmother yeah. at the time, and it was it was scary. Yeah, you know, it, it was every it smelt. Sure. Um, you know, people looked really sad, and so um, I thought this isn't for me. And then I was on a layover uh, at, uh, at Dubai Airport. I was actually uh, going to Hyderabad for to speak at the first um, women leaders in tech conference there. Nice. And I don't know if either of you have ever uh, flown from Seattle to Hyderabad. I uh, know. <laughs> you have three hours no. at two in the morning at Dubai Airport, and there's nothing to do. And so I thought, you know, what can I? Maybe I should take a look at this. What is the market? And um, it was just kind of surfing on the web and seeing this is going to be um, an incredibly vibrant industry. It is at the moment. You know, the baby boomers are hitting the, this as consumers, not as customers. They have really different expectations. The industry traditionally is really conservative and it's not answering what baby boomers are going to want. At the same time, you know, there's all this, these challenges from a HR perspective. How do you attract you know, people and pay them $13 and expect them to stay. All of these things are meaty, big, big uh, problems to solve in sort of the Amazon speak. Yeah. And honestly, um, I loved what I was doing at Amazon, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, do I want to sell more stuff to Is more it people? changing somebody's life? Yeah. That's... And that's a yeah, question. Yeah. And so the purpose of this, and then getting into starting to interview um, with Dwayne and the leadership team and realizing these people are on a mission, you know, um, it, it's not it's not a company, it's a cause. And um, they really believe that, you know, and we believe that we're going to transform this space. And we're no longer talking about it as senior living. We're talking about it as wellness. If you can position it in that way, uh -huh. it just completely opens the perspective of what we're doing. Words mean everything, right? <laughs> no, they do, but because they set a structure, you yeah. have to put substance behind them, but it allows you to dream and then to start you know, bringing people around it. Yeah. Well, what do you want to be? And then, I mean, that's, yeah. you have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So when it comes, when it comes down to hiring and trying to, uh, again, th there are there's only so many of these types of individuals yep. um, in healthcare and wellness. Sure. Uh, so it's hard. Do you work directly with marketing? Is there a marketing department and what is your relationship with them? So we do have a marketing department. We work with them in a very operational way. Um, if, if you go on our website, you'll see something called the Wisdom Diaries, which is a way we talk about who we are. Um, and that was something created by the marketing team. It's all about connection and it's all about the fact that you know, we have we have 50 different nationalities that work for us. Um, we have just opened a, a senior living uh, community um, in Newcastle, in Washington, and it's open to Asian, um, a wide variety of Asian uh, residents. 
you think there are differences. In fact, there's more that unites us than that divides us. And that's what this is about. Um, so we do work with marketing and we don't work enough with them because we need a lot more to build our employer brand. Yeah, yeah. well, I, and I think a signal of a place like The Gathering having somebody from talent acquisition and then also yeah. you know, connecting with us this is our second year here uh, that they understand the importance yeah. behind that connection. Uh, and I believe, tell me what you think, I really believe that you know, marketing is falling down and they they don't see the actual candidates coming in and that's like a blind spot. Hmm. Because in most cases, it, and tell us about like your your applicant tracking system, yeah. your your yeah. your <laughs> the amount the amount of people who come mm-hmm. to your uh, to your site, right? Those people could prospectively be the ones that are utilizing your services later. Yes. And or they have family members. Absolutely. Right? So that impacts I mean, literally impacts the bottom line. Is that mm-hmm. a story that you're telling in T8 so that marketing understands how important it is that you prospectively get more collaboration and budget? You know, it's interesting you you ask that because um, we have a number of our employees that do have family members in our communities yeah. um, and that placed them once they had um, joined the company. Um, we're expensive. Uh, you know, it, we're we're high end. And so um, it, it does require to have a certain amount of means. But it's something that's known. Um, you know, we're two and a half thousand employees, two and a half thousand residents. We should know our residents. And um, one of the biggest failures of many companies, and Jeff Bezos announces it in his um, letter to his shareholders every year, is that you, you know, you lose the day one um, perspective. You lose who you were at the very origin when you had your leaders doing everything, and um, they knew the they knew the front line. They were the ones providing care to. And when you get bigger and you're more successful, you lose that because you create structure, you create layers, you create people who make decisions who don't get into the so communities. Further away from what matters. Exactly. We tell um, we tell our stories with and it's actually done with marketing and um, every day we have a ritual called stand up where in every community it happens three times a day at home office it happens once a day um, the stand up is one of our hallmarks it's the one of the ways we operate it brings together our employees the first thing we do is we celebrate an employee and the second thing we do is we celebrate a resident and we do that even at home office and that happens every day every day and at the community level three times a day because we're a 24/7 business so you've got you know shift it's really essential um, you know our president Chris Engskoff came from Starbucks he was head of North America so it's a big big team he had 70,000 employees um, um, and when he joined the company and I was creating the onboarding plan I, we had him go into our communities for six months and he was a care manager for three months so he got the little old ladies up every morning wow. he dressed them he shower well he showered them first then he dressed them then he brought them to um, you know to to breakfast so he could really understand what what our employees are doing because we celebrate that one last thing maybe and just related to that when I joined, um, I wanted to understand, you know, why, why did the care managers that we have that have been with us for 10 years or more, why do they join originally and why are they still with us? You know, what is it that keeps them here? And unanimously, they all said, I love my residents and they love me back. Now, that's squishy to talk about love in business, but it's not in our business. We'll get back to the interview in a minute. Building a cult brand is not easy, especially when you're sending candidates into a black hole. 
which is why you need friends like Rupesh Nair, CEO of Smashfly, on your side. Having someone submit a resume that just goes into the black hole is devastating uh, for candidate experience. Doing to close the black hole and ensure everyone has a great experience when applying. Well, we're doing a group of things out there. One is to ensure that the application experience itself is seamless by integrating with ATSs meaningfully and, and providing that statuses back and forth and ensuring that the levers of communication are activated every time there is a status coming back and forth from the ATS. So just kind of providing transparency in the in the application process by leveraging our uh, our candidate relationship management solution. The second aspect is then actually ensuring that we're using our matching algorithm to bubble up people pretty quickly where they are a great fit for that particular role in the company and ensuring that the conversational engagement starts right away and a recruiter is notified while the engagement is going on is critical, then that way is we are prioritizing those engagements which are needed to the most important applicants right away. And then eventually ensuring that anyone who is not necessarily a good fit at that point, we are continuing to engage them, whether it is the job they applied for or for any other job, or for that matter, just general brand awareness and general engagement around what might be a good fit for those guys ensures that that black hole is minimized. Let Smashfly help activate your brand and keep relationships at the heart of your CRM. For more information, visit smashfly.com. You are the people business. We are and the people, people business. People need that feeling of as as uh, Douglas Atkins talks yeah. about belonging. Exactly. Right. And, yes. And if they feel like they belong, the residents, yeah. and obviously the only way they're going to feel that way is if the staff feels yes. that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great internal message, but obviously a challenge to get that message out externally to mm-hmm. get people to come work for yeah. you. So. In a job description. Sort of tactically, yeah. <laughs> yes. What's the secret sauce in giving that message externally for uh-huh. people that you're trying to recruit? Um, well, one of the ways, and again, it's actually working with marketing, so you're, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, it, that's really a crux to helping us communicate better. But we tell stories, we put them on our website, of um, leaders in the organization that started out as care managers. And we have a number. You know, So how, you know, we have managed to create um, career pathing for um, people who have the aspiration to continue growing um, and developing up to the level of, you know, vice president of operations. And that kind of, that that gives aspiration. Um, It allows us to bring, to hire people that may not want to do that, but seeing that we care enough to do it, they're more inclined to actually want to talk to us. We've just recently created as well a school internally. Um, in I don't know if you're aware, but in Washington, you have to have a certification called the CNA to be able to work as a care, a care manager. And, um, you know, it, it's really tough because many of our care staff, um, they, have, they come from very different demographics. It, English is not their first language, so they fail the class. And these classes are organized by, you know, third-party vendors, and they, they're expensive, and most of them pay for it, you know, out of their pocket. We decided to create in-house so to hire care staff that may not have had that experience I love this woman (laughs) (laughs) this is the this is exactly what we talk about all the time your pipeline you're not trying to poach 
talent. You're manufacturing talent who are fitting to the culture of what you want and what they want. Yeah, yeah. That's well. Thank you. That's really well so said. So I'm sorry. Can continue with the with the pipelining. Um, so you know we we've just recently launched it and um, we're hiring for that. So we're hiring for them to go into school, um, into our school. I have a, someone on my team who's um, a registered nurse who created the program, got it certified by the state of Washington. Now it allows us to actually organize it um, and do that in-house. Another thing we we're doing, and it's still early days, so I, I will I, I will put a kind of a preface that it's I can't share any results with you, but we've realized that there are cultures that have the DNA to care. How do we go after them in a more um, strategic way? We've actually gone to Puerto Rico and we've started to meet different associations. We've looked at what care is in Puerto Rico. Actually, families don't put their 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 elder uh, elderly uh, elderly family members in homes today, and because it's not part of their culture. But we have a, a huge amount of young people that want to have a career, an opportunity to grow, and just don't have that opportunity in Puerto Rico. So we're going to be creating a bridge to bring them over to the mainland and um, provide additional sources sourcing for us. Because again. That's the way we think we'll be more vibrant if we are doing that rather than poaching people and paying them a dollar yeah. more to actually get them in. Now, is there a contract? Is this is they, you're coming over you're on a contract? I mean, I was in the military for 20 yeah. years, and I mean to be able to 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 have my you know my my GI bill at the time yes. forty thousand dollars. Now it's like a hundred thousand dollars, but you have to sign a contract. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that that just made sense for mm -hmm. somebody who wants to do this. So you guys have pretty much mimicked that to an extent. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, we're obviously relocating them. We're paying for their relocation. We're paying for the certification because there's no requirement in Puerto Rico. Putting them up in housing temporarily. You know, in Washington, it's a, again, this is a tough problem to solve for because there's no, there's no base of Puerto Ricans in Washington. If we were doing this in Florida, you know, they have a whole series of opportunities to reach out to somebody who can support them. Um, so we're, into, we're utilizing an, a social worker who will help them um, so that we can really provide the support and ensure that we're being successful. Um, and yes, there will be a contract. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. We talk a lot about technology on the mm -hmm. show and everything from chatbots and AI and automation. Sure. And, I mean, you're talking about some really warm and fuzzy stuff, some blocking and tackling. <laughs> Is there any technology that, that you're excited about using currently or maybe in the future? Um, yeah, and it doesn't belong to me. We have a, a, a whole department called Life Enrichment. And Life Enrichment is the organization, it's actually part of our marketing team, um, that provides all of the evidence-based programs that we offer to our residents. But they also provide training to our employees around dementia. And we've done two things um, through technology that is um, supporting um, just what we're able to offer. The first one is we have a service so that um, any residence family member at any given point in the day can just click on an app and see what their mom is doing. Uh, the type of program she's participated in because, you know, to be honest, some, some of our residents don't remember. So they say, oh, I didn't do anything today. I didn't leave the room. Yeah. And then You're we like, find... Why is mom in the room all day? It's like, she hasn't. She's, she's been, yeah, and yeah. So we have the photos. <laughs> okay. We have her participating. Um, and so this gives us a real perspective to share um, with the, the residents' family members who 
sometimes are not actually in the same geography. So is that something that you share almost like a portfolio inside the, the, the technology in the app? It's something that is available to the, um, to the resident's family member and the resident themselves. Okay. Yeah. Because I yeah. mean, those are, again, those are still life memories. You know, there's, yeah. there's dad having a good time playing yes. poker again, you know? Yes, exactly. Absolutely. How about tech in terms of recruiting? Yeah. So um, there is one other thing that we're doing that yeah. we're working on um, training for, um, around dementia, you know, use, utilizing tech to give our employees the experience of what dementia feels like and looks like. Um, so you Please utilize VR. VR. Yes. Yeah. So um, and just go ahead and drop the yeah. mic. <laughs> I'll be at the bar chat. So, so, so that's um, that's part of the things that we're doing to, to, to really so that we're connecting better with our residents. Um, in terms of recruiting, we use kind of the classical stuff. We use greenhouse. Um, I use Enneagram um, to test on certain qualities that we look for around certain leadership. Let's talk about back to like the application process. Mm-hmm. And the black hole that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so applicants come through. They're the silver medalist, the bronze medalist, or what have you. They're not getting the job. How do they not go into the black hole? How do you guys nurture, keep in touch with them? Because more mm-hmm. than likely, you're going to have a, a job opening sometime, and that silver medalist is going to be your next gold medalist. So, what do you guys do to nurture them and make sure that they have a continued great experience? So that's an interesting uh, that's an, an interesting consideration because if anybody is a gold medalist, they're going to be hired on the spot. If we don't hire someone in three hours, they found a job somewhere else. If we're talking about line staff, yeah. if we're talking about general managers, obviously that's a it's a longer process. Yeah. Um, as we look at um, what if they're not the gold medalist? What if they're the bronze medalist? But you would still hire them if you had a position open. In care staff, we don't. We, we don't. And we, we talk about this on a constant um, basis, and we actually challenge GMs who um, may have a need. You know, when you, if you were talking about walking around a community or, a, you know, a, a, a retirement home in, in, in other people's jargons and seeing that there's not enough staff on the floor, and there are a lot of companies that will compromise and that will hire warm, you know, warm bodies um, because they just can't hire the, the people they really need. We do not do that. We we have to hire great people. Um, good isn't just good en- good enough. And that sounds really um, aspirational. But um, what we do is we say, for all of our residents, when you come in the door, you can have a tour at twenty four seven in one of our communities, and you can go in without it without a, a, any form of um, meeting or agenda um, and just walk around the community you will be offered a tour we try to create a wow experience for our residents and the family members we try to create a, a wow experience to go back to the mantra i shared earlier on um, for our for for candidates who come in the door we don't keep obviously we can track you know a, a care ma- a care manager who's applied to our communities we know that they've applied in the past we know what we've said about them we'll check and see if they're still good but we, we won't it'll be a passive a, a passive approach if i'm looking at general managers marketing directors um sales directors we have um someone in my team who heads um, talent acquisition uh, and she's reaching out to people the same people constantly to keep them warm to share she shares you know innovation that we've created she shares videos you know some of the things i shared about with you earlier on um so that they really are understanding that we're still open um we invite people as well to an event called epic 
EPIC is um, a three-day non-business meeting um, for our executives. And it means empowering people, inspiring consciousness. Oh, I see um, what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh huh, and uh, smart, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and didn't get past me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's it's an event where um, you'll have obviously uh, sort of our, our key people in the room over three days. The role, the, the objective of that is to help them become better individuals, and not just in work, but as a person, to be a better husband or wife, to be a better friend, and so they get access to a whole. Th- a whole series of great inspirational people. And um, they also work on something that we call Transform a Life. Um, We ask people, we ask our teams um, who are going to participate in this event, um, we put them into groups, and so groups of six or seven, we give them $500 and we say, go for it. You transform someone's life. And then you're going to present it um, at Dwayne's night during Epic. Nice. And we do, I mean, honestly, people generally spend more because they put their own money in. Um, but we have done things that are um, magical. And it makes you feel so proud to see, you know, that this is how people invest their time. And we can talk about that. So, we, you know, we obviously put it online and share some of the things we're doing. Let me come off my VR cloud for a second because <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. In today's world, most of who you are is what people outside of the organization say you are. Yeah. And um, I'm just curious about Glassdoor, Indeed Reviews, mm-hmm. other things like that. Um, you currently have a four out of five star rating on mm-hmm. Glassdoor. Uh, your CEO has a 90% rating. Mm-hmm. So not too shabby, but how much attention is paid to that from you? How much attention is paid to increase? You're nodding your head for listeners that can't see her. Yeah. Um, so talk about that yeah. and, and how important it is and how, yeah. what you do to, to, you know, play damage control or improve that score. A little bit less than 10 years ago, we were rated f- number 46 out of um, 600,000 companies in the U.S. in Glassdoor as the 46th um, wow, most Wow, not prepared. too bad. Wow. And a company like Aegis that people didn't know. We take anything that our employees share in terms of feedback very, very seriously. We have someone in our marketing team that is uh, scouting every single review from Glassdoor. As soon as we get one where there are questions, where there are you know, challenges from an employee who said, you know, who is not happy with the experience, it's sent to the whole leadership team. Um, our COO most often will respond, but one of us will respond within the 24 hours and we'll respond, we want to talk to the person to find out what happened. Um, obviously, if they don't want to come forward, um, you know, we will put in a response onto the, the site, but it's a lot of work and we believe it's really essential because we ask for feedback. So we use Glint, Oh, if you're okay. aware, yes. um, to get, you know, a, a number of quite a bit of feedback throughout the year. You know, why Glassdoor is important, because obviously candidates look at Glassdoor. Right. Um, we're doing it for our employees internally. You know, we, we, we should be generating real actionable results if the, the experience has not been what an employee is looking for. And sometimes it's, it's you know, it's the manager just was not good, didn't communicate. Um, and we have to manage that. It becomes a management problem. Um, it can be that we, have, we haven't taken the time to share and value that employee. Um, so there's a lot of things we can do, but we take it really seriously. That's great. We've had people on that bury their head in the sand and don't pay it any, any mind. So it's refreshing to hear the, the attention that you pay to it. Mm. Well, you have just become my new best friend. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're going to have to wrap up. I, I, I think we're going to have a version two of this, though. <laughs> we've got we've to dive deeper into some of this with you. Um, but if, if people want to learn more about mm-hmm. Aegis, want to yeah. learn more about you, mm-hmm. where, where should they go? We have a website, Aegis Online. I don't, um, I never 
don't respond to someone who reaches out. Um, and my web, my, my, my address is sandra.preal at ages.com. So if people want to share or give feedback, I'd be more than happy to have them reach out to me. Excellent. Be careful what you wish for, Sandra. <laughs> Connect on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on LinkedIn in as well. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you so time. much. Thank you very much. We out. This has been the Chat and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. <laughs>